Blog Talk Radio. Well, I did not play that song. Okie doke. Well, okay. I had a different song. Hi, it's Marcia Casper Cook, and it's uh, celebrating Mother's Day, and I don't know what happened there, but okay. Uh, Michigan Avenue Media and World of Ink. This is a great fun day today. We're celebrating mothers and uh, all that we go through and what are about our families, and it should be very interesting. Tracy McDonald is co-hosting with me and we have two sisters on which is uh, Judy and Joan and they will be discussing their book I Love You Be Careful and it's a really it's a, it's a small short book but the message is really good and they'll be talking about that and um, I have to talk about one thing because I don't forget this okay promo day is 2018 uh, Joe Linzel she is in Italy. She has a whole promotion day for authors, and it's about marketing and podcasts. And it's, um, I, I think I've been promoting it out there, you know, with some banners. And um, I'm going to be talking about the podcast, how important a podcast is, as far as when you're on a podcast, you go right with, to Google, and it's really good marketing. And I did a 15-minute piece on it by myself, which is... <laughs> crazy enough but i did it and so i'll put that out after the marketing which it's saturday the entire day so it's called promo day 2018 and there's a lot of different authors and marketers and i have and reviewers and it's it's a very big event so um we'll get on with the show but i think that should be interesting for everybody out there because it's all going all day and um there's different links and there's different uh, YouTubes and it'll be a fun day. So all right, that's it for that. Okay. Tracy, you want to say, say yeah. hello to everybody and say everybody, tell everybody who you are? Um, my name is Tracy McDonald. I am an author. I have three different books. You can find me at my website, tracymcdonaldauthor.com. Now I'm going to tell you how to spell that. Because I'm a blind person, and in order for me to spell things, I have to have a specific spelling. So it's Tracy with an I, the blind lady with an extra I, McDonald, <laughs> like Golden Arches, and author.com. You can find all of my books on my website. And I am the co-host on today's broadcast with these two lovely ladies as we are celebrating parenthood. Yes. And it should be hey, fun. Tracy. Okay, well, Judy, why don't you go first, and then we'll have Joan. Tell us a little bit about um, yourself. Well, thank you, first of all, for, for having us on. You know, it's oh, always, welcome. you know, it's getting to be Mother's Day. And, and, pretty soon. Uh, yeah, pretty soon. And so that's why we're talking about parenthood. And, and um, my husband and I have two grown sons. And um, this was a book that I really enjoyed um Writing with Joan and Katie Driver, our great illustrator. But um, um, I, so I write children's books. But now I've switched over. Um, I do a women's suspense, Marsha. Um, I do mm-hmm. suspense books with World Castle Publishing, and so that's been really fun too. And I live in Virginia Beach. That's very okay. nice. I write suspense too. We're going to have to have a conversation. Yeah, well, actually, actually, yes. And if I can say, if I can say on here that that I read Tracy's book today yes, called Killing Casanova, and it is good suspense. I liked it. 
and she has Thank a new you. book out also. Seriously, we will have to get together. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and you know what? Maybe we'll have a show like that. You know, we could because I do write that also. I do write that in screenplays, so um, that would be fun. We can do that, you know, and um, we can do that soon. You know, maybe in the summer. I don't even know if I'm going to. We may be doing shows in the summer, but it's not we. It's me, so I don't know. Probably I will, but um, <laughs> I think that's a good topic we can do. I have to throw in one thing is Joan is my partner in suspense. Whenever from now on when I'm thinking of titles for books, she'll come up with like The Man in the Green Truck. That's a good title. So (laughs) Joan's my partner in in what I should write about. Like she finds all these suspenseful Uh stuff, which is really great. Thanks, Joan. You're welcome, Joan. Well, yes, I'm here to help you. Okay. All right, Joan, let's hear it. I am the older sister, yes. Okay. (laughs) I'm Joan Dickow, and I live in Berkeley, Michigan. And um, I have a combination with my husband and myself. We have five children, nine grandchildren, um, two cats, a dog, <laughs> and a wonderful life. It has a, it, it's had its ups and downs like everybody's life. Uh, um, I'm a cancer survivor. I had breast cancer, double mastectomy, but it's going on 27 years, so every wow. year is a gift. Yes, it's fabulous, and it goes back to a long story. My son also had cancer at seven years old, and he's a gift because he will be in October 49 years old, and he had a 2% chance of survival. So we've gone through a lot of things, but there's a lot of love. And I tell you, laughter and humor and close friendships are the best things in life. You know, it's gotten me Mm -hmm. through a lot of things and them through a lot of things. No, and this it's is very true. nice to meet you, Marsha, and to you, Tracy. And, and my daughter's name is Tracy, but mm-hmm. it's T R A C Y. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it right this time. My I, mom, usually, I, I usually do it with a Y, but I know she keeps saying I, so I got it. I got it. No. Well, my mom thought that she was being um, imaginative and naming me something individual by putting an I on the name, having no idea that I was going to go blind. <laughs> That's so cute. And Tracy, my daughter, has always said to me, I spelled her name wrong. It should have had an E-I in it for a girl. You know, so, I mean, can we do anything right? I know. Is, it, is there any hope for the moms? Yeah, I that's who we so are. So we're all moms here, right? Moms, it's, you know, it's, we were just, you know, we were just talking a few minutes ago that I'm going to have Mikey Brooks on, and he is at home with his children. He has five children. He is the... Mr. Mom at his house, and uh, so he'll be on soon. That should be very interesting. And uh, he's an illustrator, and he does a lot of different things, but he's home with the five kids, so that's <laughs> very interesting. I shouldn't laugh, but I just, I, I'm picturing this poor man with five children running around, you know. Well, <laughs> we all know we've been there with our kids and stuff, and it's, it's, it's well, a, he does it's have a, a wife, though, that comes home. <laughs> she, hopefully, she oh, comes okay. home. <laughs> <laughs> Unless she has late meetings. Well, jazz are different with kids. They have a different relationship. They have a different vibe. My husband can do things with my children that I cannot, and I don't know how he can, but he can. Yeah. That's true. Very true. Well, you try a lot of I mean, I heard you when Scott was interviewing you, Tracy, though, about um, you're a daredevil. You do a lot of stuff. You know, you don't let your blindness, you, you don't let that stand in your way. Yeah, I like to do things that people think I can't do, and so a lot of times I'll I'll go do crazy things. I ride a bike, 
I've been ziplining. <laughs> I've been passing. How do you ride a bike? If, if I can throw it, how do you I'm ride a bike and know where you're going? And, and, I'm, and yeah. I'm wondering, how, how do you ride a bike? Well, um, I originally rode a bike when I had partial sight, and I just had okay. to be careful when I okay. steered. But um, now I don't see anything at all. And so I ride okay. a tandem bicycle with my husband. Oh, oh okay. perfect. Excellent. Great. But still, that we're takes balance, mountain too. Biking. Yeah, yeah we're doing a mountain biking merit badge with my 13-year-old son. And so we're all over, up the rocks and down the gullies. And I'm just holding on in the back and swerving <laughs> with the bike. Well, that's like Brian the bar break. Is, I love you, be careful. I, your book is yeah. I Love You, Be Careful. <laughs> Tracy, Tracy, we love you, be careful, okay? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, Judy, Judy or Joan, one of you want to talk about how you came up with deciding to do the book. I think Joan, Joan, you, you really you started it. Actually, well, your husband Judy leaving and I, one we day. We really have a close relationship. We we, we talk almost every day, and you know, she's one of the sweetest people I know. And um, we're always you know on the phone. And my husband used to go off to work, and I just became a habit of saying, "I love you. Be careful," because. You know, you know, in life, a, a matter of seconds can change your oh, life yes. or whatever. This is so true. it became, you know, big. important to say to him, you know. And so, Judy, we picked up on that. Judy says, you know how often you say that or we say that to our children? And so we started putting the book together and thinking from the time they're born, it's like we, we just want them to be careful because we love them so much. You know, right. and they go through right. so many different stages in life. And um, I don't care what it is until they have their own children. And then, then even now I find with grandkids, I'm always saying, be careful, I love you. You know, so it yeah. kind of started from that, and the illustrations kind of follow that, um, a life, you know, of a child and parents, you know, telling, you know, the child at different stages, be careful, you know, I love you, be careful. Yeah. Wouldn't you say yeah. that, Judy? Yeah, it is. It actually, and so it, it, we were just, I don't know, it, it just snowballed. Then we found Katie Driver, who still actually illustrate is available illustrating for books, but she just seemed to know what, what we, you know, she could put on paper what what we were describing to her. But we Which went through great. a lot of different things. Yeah. I mean, we could have filled the books, Joan, don't you think, with like 30 more pages of oh, be care- things we, we say to our kids, be careful. Be, be careful, yes. be careful, be careful. Yeah. And um, uh, um, but, but that's how it really started. And then we talk every day and, and you know, what we wanted in it. So that, that's really how it started. Um, Judy, if there's anybody anybody listening, excuse me for once, if there's anybody listening that does want to call in and ask a question, uh, the phone number to call in is 714-242-5259, 714-242-5259, if you want to call in and ask a question. Okay, sorry, go ahead, (laughs) just in case. Oh, no, I was just going to say, really, Judy's the author. She's written, you know, numerous books and... and, um, she really, you know, kind of said, let's try this or whatever. And I knew nothing, absolutely nothing. So she's been a great teacher, you know. I mean, it got me into actually interested in doing and writing right. books and different things like that. So I have to say, Judy's very talented that way, and her husband, too, because yeah. he writes books. So, And he was well, my client. Did. That's how I met you. That's how I met That's, Judy, yeah. because he was my client. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay. Judy, right. just, okay. Judy you searched know. me out. Right. You searched me. Yeah. It's a long time mm-hmm. already. You know, <laughs> we've been with yeah, we've known right. each other for years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Brain warp. The main thing and is we had. Yes. So, yes. I'm sorry. We had fun. Brain. Joan and I, you know, and it had fun, you know, doing the book, and I think that was important. And 
and a lot of things came up with our our kids. You know, you you think, oh, that's right. You know, um, this this happened. You know, or or I was worried when they rode a bike for the first time. Of course, now Tracy, I'm hearing about you and my mountain biking. But, uh, <laughs> I should put that. We should put that, Joan, as a picture. But well, and my and kids it, tell me, "Be careful, mom!" Every time I go, oh, they tell you, right. yeah, as they're older. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's true, though, you know, and, you know, uh, Tracy, when you were telling me, like, you know, we were talking last, um, a couple weeks ago, she was saying that when your kids' friends come in, they wonder how you can cook. And they're probably (laughs) thinking, be careful, but you you cook, you cook, Uh, you know, and there's a flame, you know, I mean, so, you know, it's kind of funny that you're on, though, thinking about that now, because that's what everybody says to you, to be careful, but... You are well, doing all of um, these things. One of the things that makes my children careful is because they see me doing things that normal moms do. They don't yes. know that there's anything different until someone says to them, how does your mom cook? Right. How does your mom ride a bike? And And it makes them stop and think, well, she just does and they'll walk their way through it. The yeah, same way see, I they mom and used to you doing life. it. I think that's great. Yeah. Great, it's Tracy, that you live your life that way. You do what you well, want. Well, and I to. don't want to teach my children to be afraid. I love the premise of be careful. When mm-hmm. um when I was seventeen, my dad was very very ill, and um he went to a doctor's appointment one morning. And my mom was, um, she was upset with him because he wasn't taking very good care of himself. And she went to walk out the door and he kissed her goodbye and she turned her cheek away from him. And oh, he came home from that doctor's appointment. One of those moments remember forever. Well, he came home from that doctor's appointment and he died. Yeah. And it's oh. the last thing that she remembers. She did not kiss him goodbye and she did sad. not tell That's him. Bad. Oh. Well, but because mm-hmm. of that... Mm-hmm. I never let anyone, my children, my husband, my children's friends, walk out of my house without saying to them, I love you. Yeah. I never that, want that to be the last thing you remember from me, is that no, I that's turned what they my wanted face away. To say to people. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Tracy, that's what we wanted it to say, too. We, we, you know, that and last that's what moment, you guys are just remember I love you, you know. Yeah. It's so yeah. important. And that's I think people don't say it enough. I think people don't say it enough to their kids. You know, and I think that, you know, even when I text, I do that. I say, I love you to my grandson and my son, you know, because I think, you know, that's true. I agree with you on that. You know, you don't, you don't know what's going to happen and you want them to know that that's how you feel. I sent a text message to my um, 18 year old son's girlfriend. And at the end of the text message, I said, love you. And he came home from school that day and said, my girlfriend was so excited because you said that you loved her, <laughs> and she yeah. doesn't remember the last time her parents told her that. <gasps> and that's oh, that makes her so sad. didn't even realize yeah. that by saying that wow. to her over right. a text it meant message something really much, that she so didn't much. get enough. Wow. It's an important message that we need to be giving to our kids. They need to know. That we yeah. think about them yeah. and we're concerned about them and we yeah. love yeah, them. Yeah, and I think sometimes they think you know we're, we're overprotective 
and you know Judy and I were talking yesterday, and uh, I was saying when my I, I'm not everybody does know this. I've said this. I I don't love to fly. So when he's flying, it's like I love now that they have the thing where. Um, you can go into the website and you can see where the plane is going. So it's like I feel like I'm traveling yes, with him. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. he always, yeah, and he always he calls as soon as he gets wherever because he, he knows how I am about that, you know. And my mother was like that, my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So it goes down, you know, through mm-hmm. the ages that we are worried. You know, we can't help it. It's just part of, if you care about somebody, you do have to worry sometimes, and you want them to be careful, and, you know, and you have no control if the pilot is good, so just watching the plane while he's going, so I figure, okay, he's in the air, he's fine. <laughs> we were we were actually, we were talking about that yesterday, and, and, and Tracy and Joan, we were saying that, that also just um, one of the things is my kids are grown and they're they're thirty, so they don't have to. But they're so sweet if they go somewhere, you know, fly somewhere, they're on vacation yeah. with their wives. They will they will say you know landed, you know all they have yeah. to do is right. landed. Right. And right. it's really it's oh. really I think really nice yeah. nice they do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's yeah, really loving do. that they do that. Yeah. yeah. Because I know my son like just yeah, just landed, when they just forget land, it. You're waiting, fine. you're biting <laughs> your fingernails, <laughs> waiting to hear that they're there, you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and and I think my Tracy, my oldest when son you just... lives in Georgia, and I still, whenever I get off the, from communicating with them, I tell him love you. In fact, I used mm-hmm. to tell him good night, love you, don't forget your prayers yeah. every single time I end an email with him because that's the way I tucked him in bed when he was oh, a little boy. Nice. And I kept it going even after out. Look he was at gone. Four, four of us women speaking right now, and we all have the same feeling. You know, yeah. you wonder how yeah. many other mothers are out there with the same, you know, feeling. And, and, again, that's kind of why we started, you know, the ideas with the book. Because, you know, I would like to think the majority of pe- mothers love their kids and, and yes. you know, want them to it, care, you know, to be Right. Careful. It starts out like, you know, when you have it, like when you're having a baby, you know, it starts out right then, you know. Yes. Right when you you know, and that's it. The minute you are pregnant, it it starts where you know you don't want to smoke, you well, don't want to do this, you don't want to do that because you're already carrying a child. So it, you know, and well, you're actually, it's long, yeah, it's funny too um, because the, the book starts out. It's, it's kind of a full cycle. Um, I love you. Be careful. Starts out with a couple going to the hospital, and he's saying, "I love you. Be careful." And then it goes through the many things like a kid playing, um, you know, riding a bicycle for the first time, going off to college or war for the first time, a service, and um, going, you know, various things, different, you know, different things, getting in a car for the first time and driving, which is a whole other story. We can talk about car driving and kids. But, um, you know, it goes through the various stages, and and the book ends with – uh, the grand, this same couple, but their grandparents watching yeah. their daughter and son-in-law right. baby leave from the same hospital, saying, "I love you. Be careful." So it really is a full circle, and that's why Katie's drawings. Um, she ca- wouldn't you say, Joan? She captures, captures. She's very good. Yeah, it explains mm-hmm. things, yeah. and she she understood what we were trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. That's that's really important. That's a beautiful arc on that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did, and yeah, I didn't think, Katie? She's a, mm-hmm. and it, and the yeah, feeling you, doesn't go away just with your children. You know, now that I have nope. the grandchildren and my kids are, gosh, my youngest is going to be forty six, and and oldest will be 
oof, in the 50s. So yeah. now I have the nine grandkids, and, and you, it's the same. Wow. The cycle is happening with them. I, it's gone from my kids. You know, I still tell them to be careful, but now it's gone to the grandkids. We're just passing it on generation to generation. Be careful. You know, we Which I you. think it's good. You know, it's always good. You know, I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and my grandmother, you know, always was always in my mind. And, you know, she mm-hmm. appears in some of my books, like, you know, when I'm writing, because it's, you know, you you don't think anything of it until later on. And as you get older and when, you know, you're not living at home anymore or whatever, then you remember all these things because, you know, we're all out socializing, doing whatever we do. But then you remember what you got from the feelings from grandparents and you do it it's it's a and it's something that you can't explain while you're young because you don't know it yet how right. important yeah. that is but as you grow older you know all those relationships that you cared about and unfortunately sometimes if they're bad ones if people have bad ones that's the other problem because that gets carried uh-huh. through also and there's a lot of that sometimes. But that's another that's, that's another real beauty of your book, though. There are so many children without loving parents yeah. who just need someone who can pick up a book. I love you. Yeah. Be careful. And let yeah. them know that they're loved and yeah. that they're watched yeah. over, even if it's not by their parents. Yes, exactly. And, and I think people, you know, I think everybody needs that. And whether they think they need it or not, they do. And when they don't have it, 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 they do suffer later on sometimes of not knowing ha- how to have a relationship because they don't know how to show that they care because they unfortunately they didn't have people caring about them. Right. You know, and that's it. we all care about our children. You know, and like Joan, you said, you hope everybody does care about their children, yeah. and you know, and even if they're not living with them or if they have to, for whatever reason, you know, they go to a foster home or whatever, they usually are feeling very bad that they're uh, not able to be their mother. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I put it really... in the real world, it's hard because I, I would like to think everyone is loved, and I, I realize there are poor children that aren't, you know. Yeah. So, yes, you know. So this book was foster it, it care was is really hard. Maybe somebody on will pick out and say, "Wow, you know, I want to well, tell actually, my child." Yes. Right. Actually, also funny. The funny thing that's come from the book is when we when we did it, it's turned out to be um, we get more requests for it being a um, baby shower book. Yeah. Like my my sons will say, "Mom, you know, they're in the age now. A lot of their friends are having their first children, and they'll say, well, 'I'm going to baby shower. Can you sign and give? You know, do you mind if I get one of your books?'" You know, and it's kind of oh, funny, fun. Joan. I know you've had that same experience. You know, and although the children, um, kids like the repetition because it's "I love you, be careful." I love you, be yeah, careful. So they do like you know, yeah, little kids yeah. like it, but it's it's turned into kind of a grandparent gift and baby shower gift. Have you found that, yeah. Joan? Yes, yes. I have a lot of friends that have gotten it, and and that's what they want it for. You know, can I? You know, can I get the book? I, you know, can you sign it? Can you? You know, I want to give it to the kids. You know, or whatever it is. So. For their babies, their children, or whatever it is. So yeah, I think people always well, do even that if, for babies. Even if those, even if those children never read that book or have it read to them, they will always have something that says, "I love you. Be careful." Yeah. Even yeah. yeah. if you carry the true. message that's, in your hand. That's a yeah. great point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and it's a short book, and it's it's the illustrations are beautiful, and it's just it's not doesn't have a lot of text because that would change everything. 
this yes, way. I think it's kind of one of the illustrations, and that's right. what Katie did, yeah. was yeah. to, you know, everybody can look at it and think of their moment. Maybe the first time their child rode a boat, the, their bike. Um, yeah. The first time, you know, they they handed the keys over to, you know, their teenager to go take a ride, you know, the car. You know, and all those things, and in, in, in their mind, they can then think about how it's happened to them. That's kind of what we didn't want a lot of our words, but we wanted the pictures and just the words. Right. That, you know, I love you. Be careful. Right, and and that's you ever see the commercials where it's like that. The commercials are like that. They have it where their the mm-hmm. father's handing over the keys, but the father's really looking at like the little daughter or son when they're little. He and they're behind that's the it. seat exactly. of the car. Yes. Right, they they only see them as when they were like five. They got you know, the idea, man. Marcia, from us. See, we had the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did the book years ago. But it is, I like those commercials. I go, that looks, you know, this, you know, that same feeling of watching your kid grow up. You know, the only well, thing it, we, I was talking to Marcia the other day, Joan and Tracy, and I was saying the only thing I don't like. We were talking, well, what do you like about parenthood? And I said the only thing that still scares me about parenthood is cars and driving. You know, yeah. the other other stuff doesn't scare me, but I'm still, you know, well, but that's because the texting, you know. texting, you know. I, texting. I'd like to think that they don't, you know, text when they drive. I'd like to think they don't, but they're growing up so far away. I don't think they do, but right, it scares, but some, but it some scares kids me do. in general. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. You know, it's just driving. I just have, you know, that's my only whatever. Otherwise, I can't think of too many. Uh, Joan and Tracy and, and Marsha, do you have do you have any area of parenthood that's what would you say hard for you or trying or? <laughs> do you have well, a while? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how long's the show? <laughs> well, my oldest son is actually adopted from Western Africa. We adopted him when he was four years old. He is 19. It will be this Sunday. And the first, well, 15 years of his life now. (laughs) It wasn't even the first 15 years. It was between the ages of four and 19. Um, He dealt with a lot of problems that come along with being, um, well, he's of a different race, number one. Mm -hmm. He's from a different culture. Mm-hmm. from a different background. He's an orphan. He was starved. Um, there are many, many oh, different my. challenges that have come along. But the fabulous thing is I have learned more from this child yeah. about how you truly love another person. Yeah. It can't be yeah. about what you want. It has to be about what's good for them. Right. And because yeah. of everything that we've been through with him, we went through well, like stealing. We went through jail. We went through all kinds yeah. of addictions and problems and schools and all kinds of problems. And I learned so much about the way to love my children and let them be who they want to be instead of who I need them to be. Raising kids... Right. It's it about really sounds raising like them both to... lucky. You found him and he found well, you. Well, I hope so. It yeah. sounds like, no, I hope it sounds he feels like. lucky. A, well, how is it now? Home. How is it now? You said it was just from a certain um, period of time. It's better now, it now that he doesn't live here, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, but he learned your values. He learned your values. They're in his head. Yeah. But there was a and large portion he... of time. He has what's called a reactive attachment disorder. 
um, kids with attachment disorders do not love or trust the people who take right. care yeah. of them because they were betrayed by yeah. those people. Yeah. And yeah. so there was a large portion of time where I was the source of all of his problems. Yeah. And he let me know I was the source of all of his problems. He hated me. He didn't want to live here anymore. I was the biggest thing had gone wrong in his life. And now that he is an adult and he's living on his own and he's being a man by himself, he'll write to me and say, Mom, what do I do? Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's that nice to know all of that and you still communicate with him. I think that's yeah. a problem sometimes. Yeah. You know, parents lose track or they, they or children and they don't communicate their feelings. So I guess you have to take the good and the bad and the ugly, as I always say, you know. Yeah, no, you have well, to do that. Like and, you know, wait, and you did that. It seems like because if he's coming back now with that, then that's everything so, yeah. that you did, he knew. Well, and go back to that message. I love yeah. you. Be careful. Yeah. That's what I do with my kids. I've got a I've got a boy with some mental issues. It doesn't matter. I love you. Be careful. Mm-hmm. I've got a boy that's broken his legs because he flips and does all kinds of crazy stuff. And every time he gets in that car and goes to the gym, that's the last thing I tell him. I love you. Be careful. Yeah. My son that plays soccer, he's going to get kicked in the face one of these times. I know that. Yeah. He knows that I love him. Be careful, please. But they have to live their life. You know what I mean? I, that's, I guess that's the thing, too, is I love you, be careful, but go out there and give it a try. You know what I mean? You've got to live yeah, your life. Yeah, and especially too. if you've got those pictures going off to war and mm-hmm. leaving for college, we let our kids grow up. We yes. tell them to be careful because it hurts us, but we let them live their lives, and we teach them not to be afraid. Yes, yes. You know, I mean, I think Judy, all people, you know, I think are people are afraid. Doing, Judy? <laughs> what? You know, I, I think people, the reason you know, she says that is people I get afraid. To be, people, I would, you know, kids afraid, get yeah. afraid and they don't want to say yeah. something sometimes, you know, and adults get afraid and they're, you know, I think uh, I worked for pediatricians for over 20 years, part-time when I was a lab tech and I worked full-time oh. and, um, you know, you can't always say that they do turn out okay, but, you know, they have, we used to say small problems, you know, small kids, big problems, bigger kids, you know. And I think that, you know, when you're raising kids, there are always going to be things that happen, and you may feel one way and the child may feel another, but at the end of the day, I'm hoping that people, you know, I, I think it does work that they end up knowing you know, because I think, you know, and we had kids coming in the office all the time, and they were, you know, some of them were not great, and they were, they'd come into a room and destroy the entire room, all the Band-Aids, everything would be laying on the floor, and their parents, they, I, I'm, their parents were like psychologists, <laughs> children, child psychologists. <laughs> and so, you know, and I'm sure they grew up to be fine, but I guess their the father said, you know, just, be who you are, and they were. They'd come in and they'd be drawing on the walls and everything, you know, and that's what the father did for a living. But in his own family, they were going wild. So, I, you know, um, as a parent, you try to well, do the best you can. Well, that's the other thing. You can let your kids be who they're going to be, but consequences come along with decisions. Yes. My kids well, learned that they can be who they want to be, but the consequences of right. that are still theirs. My son went to jail. I did not bail him out. I went and visited 
My son broke yeah. his leg. I did not carry him around on my back. I gave him aspirin and ice for his leg, and then I felt yeah. bad for him when he couldn't use it the way he wants it. Consequences yeah. are important, and your kids yeah. need to understand that we want you to be careful because yes. we don't like the consequences any more than you do. And right. that's because we love you. But, yes. But you can't always tell them things, too, because, you know, it is what it is. You know, when they're little, no, you, you try to anything. guide them. <laughs> you, you know, when you try to guide them, and when they get old, as soon as they get, you know, certainly old enough when they're going to college or their way, it, it, whatever you've done, it's there. And if it doesn't come out, then it doesn't. But, I mean, most of the time we hope that whatever we've taught them continues on you know, to be part of messages yeah. that they remember because I remember things that my mother said, my father said, my grandmother, you know, whatever. And I think that you don't, that's what I was saying at the beginning, you don't always get that when you're young. But as you get older, you realize it. But sometimes you're just too busy playing and doing, worrying about school or whatever. And as soon as you get out of the house, you remember some of the things that they taught you and it's in your head. And that you can, yeah. you know... Uh, go on and, you know, be a really productive adult and not, you know, and have learned a lot from your parents. And sometimes the kids tell their parents that, you know, that thank you for being there for me, you know. And I think that's what every parent likes is they when they realize that, yeah. I think that's what our goal is with our kids. None of us are perfect. You know, I mean, I'd like to say I was perfect. I raised the best kids, which they are all good kids. I mean, I can't say they're not, and they're not bad. I don't know what, you know, I mean, you do the best you can, and you hope, but you try to teach them. And you teach them the rules, too, like Tracy said. There are consequences for things. There are things you need to learn yourself. Um, You know, definitely when my son was sick, you know, he was seven years Mm -hmm. old, and I remember a doctor. I had to go from Michigan to Stanford because of the rare tumor he had um, for treatment. And I remember the doctor saying to me, you know, don't give him everything. Don't pamper him. I mean, he could be be well and become just a spoiled brat. You know, treat him normal, whatever normal is. Right, right, right. Going through that. Treat him like a normal child. You know, and the main thing was to let him know he was loved. It was okay. Sometimes he didn't like me, like Tracy was saying, but I knew I was the one there that had to take some of the heat or some of the bad things because I was closest to him. I was taking him to the appointments, you know, and things like that. So it's it's all, you know, it's all good, you know, or whatever it is with your kids. You have to be there yeah, for them. Yeah, and that's what. And they're not going to always that's like what you. That's what I learned. You know, hmm. yes. your kids aren't you know. going to like you, but if they trust no. you. It doesn't no. matter what And I don't want to be you. their friend, friend. I mean, now in life, as they get older, but I mean, I, I, I'm their mom. I want to teach them things, or, or at the time, wanted to teach them things as a mom, you know. Exactly. And, and I learned that their friendship came over with that out of respect, you know, that they learned to have for me and things and stuff like that. And I got to tell you, I hear these guys who are the, the greatest boys. I, I, I really admire the kindness that she has, you know, helped to instill in them, and and her husband, Gil, too. But that's yeah. a compliment, Judy, you know. Thank you. you know, Thank you. No, no, I mean, yeah. it, was, it runs through the family, and I'm just saying, because you said that, but the same with Joan's um, daughter and son and grandkids, is uh, we uh, we kind of have this web that we're of, of being kind to one another. You know, we have an older sister, Mary, and her family, and, and it's just, it's, I, I, kindness is really important, you know, uh, to me. 
you know, yeah. um, that that to be, you know, to be kind is really important in life. I think that's, can I think you know, that, that should know be that universal. Yeah, right. that should be universal because adults aren't right. always that kind. And, you know, I no. was saying the other day, you know, if you can help somebody, it's okay. That's, that's a nice thing to do. So it's it's good. You don't always have to think of yourself first. You can think of somebody else, you know, which, you know, is is very difficult for some people. They're very, very selfish and uh, I think that sometimes, you know, maybe they learn it later or something bad happens and they become less selfish, but I, you know, but you always can learn things. I mean, I say this on the show all the time. You know, when we do shows, um, you know, a lot of times people, you know, they're, they don't want to talk about certain things and then they do and we talk and then we learn things. And I have done shows for almost nine years and I learn from the people on my shows. So I think if you let yourself be open and allow yourself to look around and, you know, one of the things that I've said many times is having the show, I've met people I may never have met ever Okay, because it's it's all over the world, all over the United States. You know, we have shows with people that have been in London, in Netherlands, all over, and I would never have met them. So I learned things from them because you can't always stay in the same little group and not branch out. Because once you branch out, you do learn how other people live, and that's a good thing. You know, it, mm-hmm. it gives yeah. you more you're well-rounded. You know, and, and I think our absolutely. kids do that. They branch out as they grow older, and they see how yes. other kids or you know young adults have been treated, or this or that, yeah. and and then they kind of look back at their moms and dads and say, hey, you know, it wasn't all bad. You know, yeah. they were really there <laughs> right. because they loved me. You know, and stuff. No, that's true. You know, and you don't. They don't know that. Like I know when my son went to way to college, I used to send him all these packages with food and everything. And they go, everybody, he would say they were so happy, all, all the kids, all the guys, that somebody <laughs> was sending something. And you know, none, a lot of the mothers didn't send stuff. I just send packages, you know, with stuff. And um, you know, I'm thinking everybody does that, but then it wasn't true. Everybody doesn't do that. So you know, and. The guys used to love when the big box came with all the stuff, yes. you know. And I think that, you know, you don't realize that until, like, I don't think he even realized it until all the guys would say, like, oh, my God, you know. Yeah, you don't, you're just used mm-hmm. to a certain thing that some people don't really have people that do things for them. And so, like, Tracy, what you said about your son's girlfriend, I mean, how much how much that meant to her to hear that. Well, and I never would have known if I hadn't right. done it first. Uh-huh. Right, right, exactly. I mean, how would you know this? We Sometimes don't know. we have to make actions yes. in order to get responses so that we can yeah. even see. And yeah. um, books are wonderful for that. Have an yes. action in place, and you'll get a response from a child especially. Children never hold back. Uh-uh. But that's no. true. No, neither do neither do, do animals. Dogs, cats—they have feelings. You know, they they sense how you what you're doing in your life, and they do. That's why people are very, you know, passionate about the love they have for their animals because it, to them it's part of their family. Oh, absolutely! I'm speaking things. for myself. Absolutely. In fact, I have one of my two rescue cats here. Who's she's about 13 now, and I mean, I I would say probably during the day I talk to my cats. When I'm home, more than you know, I most people probably. But you get to know their habits. And Joan, you have a cat. You know your. I have a cat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Some days it's cat, husband. 
cat. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is yeah, yeah, when cat Judy, so your husband should feel good about the fact that he ranks up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when Judy and I, Judy and her, and your other sister, Mary, they, Mary, you know, mm-hmm. we, I, yeah, right, Mary, we did the screenplay that from an outline that they had had, and so I added a lot of different things, and there was one scene, and I said to her, I think it would be better if we killed the cat. And Judy went, no, we cannot <laughs> like, no. kill this cat. <laughs> we no, cannot not do the cat. Cat. Okay. And I so just thought it would I'm be very dramatic. Marcia, that was brave of you. That was really brave of you to say that to Judy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, we kept the cat in. The, the cat did not die. But I well, said, oh, this would really be good. And she I know. No. Well, Marcia's <laughs> been an inspiration, Joan, for, you know, a, even before the I Love You, Be Careful because well, well, one when she and Mary and I and still have out there a, a, a script, you know, that we're looking for yeah. a home for, but a suspense script because we like suspense. And then, you know, before I start after the children's book, and I and I I, I was saying, what do I do? Keep children's. And Marsha said, look at will you write fiction? And I said, Marsha, I can't write fiction. Oh yes, you can. Just write it. <laughs> and so she bugged me maybe what two three years. And oh, yeah. good bugging because I ended up writing it. Now I'm going to have my third one coming out, and and good. it really because I, I always say Marcia, it. it was because Marcia said you can do it, you can do it, and yeah, you know I kind of fought yeah. tooth and nail, and she was right. Marcia, are you hearing that? You were right. Yes, I thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> No, but you know, it's you know, we don't always know what we can do. But I knew you for so long, and I knew that you mm-hmm. had it in you to do that because you, you know, you like to read and watch movies and that's what it is and you already did write children's stories so just and she has a very good imagination too yes (laughs) yes Is that good? And I meant that nicely, yes. Judy. Judy, I, I know I could tell. <laughs> I think that you know, and Tracy, right? right we all have imaginations because we write different things, you mm-hmm. know. And so that's you know, oh, yeah. you don't realize it until you how start writing. How did you start writing? writing sorry, how did you start writing, right. Tracy? By the way. Um. Well, I actually started writing when I was a very little girl. I love to read. My mom taught me to read when I was probably three or four years old. I've been reading my whole life. I started writing when I was about four, as soon as I was old enough to pick up a pencil. And I started winning um, contests. I wrote a song that I sang to my brothers and sisters when I was eight. And my mom wrote it down and entered it into a contest, and I won. And then um, I I wrote a short story when I was 10 and entered it into the same contest, and I won. And then um, I did a poem about the Statue of Liberty when I was 14, and I won. And so um, I I had a writing teacher who said, you should keep doing this. But um, I was also very, very ill. I've been a diabetic since I was 8 years old. Um, okay. One of the reasons I'm blind, I've got kidney failure, I've got transplanted organs, and I wasn't always able to do it. So I did as much as I could when I could. Good. Yeah. And, you know, there's a show, I don't know, I don't know, even know how many years ago that was that you did it with that whole writers group that you have that you were all blind, and it was one of the best shows mm-hmm. we ever had. Um, and there was a group of you that all came on and talked about it, you know, because... Yep. Behind yeah. our eyes, all of us are yeah. visually impaired authors. Yeah. Okay. 
you know, and I think, it's you know, that's been that's, my purpose in life that if I can yeah. do it, you can. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And, that, that's and that's true. That's a great way and to live your the, life. Yes. It's incredible. Yes. I mean, it is, you know, and I, I put it out the other day and I did send it to uh, Judy, but I will put it out again because you were on a show with Scott Casely and it was a really good show. You talked all about everything about your life and it's very interesting, you know, and I think when people think they can't do things, when they re- listen to what you said and what you've gone through in your life and uh, Joan, you had things that that you know um you went through so i mean i think that's one of the things that one of the things i like to do about shows is have people on also that show people that you can do things sometimes you think you, you can't can do but it. you really yes. can yeah yeah you know you can and, do it. and tracy you sound like the type too you your your illness wasn't about or your blindness wasn't going to stop you from being who you are and what yeah. you wanted to do and there's so many people that think oh i can't do it this is going to be terrible i mean you have to be positive. I mean, I really think that's such an yep. important part. And it sounds like you are just like, okay, I'm going to get up today and I'm going to do this. And if I fail and it doesn't work out okay, that's okay. At least I tried to do right. it. Right. You know, well, that's really important. I've always, it's, it's always been my thing. I'm uh-huh. going to do what I am supposed to do. And this is yeah. just distractions. I can't see. So what? How can I get around that? Yeah. I yeah. can't really there's so many work people, there well. So Tracy, that, How can I get around that? There's so many people yeah. that see that really don't see, if that makes sense to you. It does make they sense. They don't yeah. see the world, you know, and they have the sight, but yet they don't see it. I, I know that probably sounds really right. heavy, but it's, No, you know, it's not. I, it's, it's, it's the truth. You know, I, I used to go sit in courtrooms a lot uh, when yeah. I was doing stories. I used to go to the court and just sit there and, you know, take notes, and they, they always, like, wondered who I was. But anyway, there is a blind judge. And I always remembered it was so good watching him because he didn't make he didn't he didn't get the chance to look at someone and make his opinion on by some of the things that the you know how they looked. It was just about exactly. what the case was, and you know. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when I used to go there, uh, you know, some of the district attorneys would say they walk up to me and say, "What are you doing here?" I said, "I find this so interesting." They go, "Really? We don't. We're here," you know. And they said that, but if you would see some of these people when they are in jail or whatever, and they have a lot of, you know, they they don't look the same way they look with the suit. And so sometimes you don't know because you're just looking. But but the guy, you know, the judge that was blind, I thought this was so interesting because he's just listening to the story. That's it. Right. Right. And I thought that was so fair. I've been blind for more than 20 years. And I believe that I had to learn to see by not being able to see. I don't yeah. get distracted. Yeah. I don't care yeah. what you look like. I don't care what your house looks like. As long yeah. as it smells good, I don't yeah. care. And it helps yeah. me be able to focus on things that are important. See, that's, that's what you what said, Tracy. To me, yeah. yeah, that's what you said a few weeks ago. We were talking, and she said something that made sense. You know, because she can't see, she can focus better. Because she's not distracted yep. by all the things that we all are. I know. I you know. It's like right when when you're writing, we're all distracted now because we're all trying to do social media, getting out there, knowing we should put this post on, doing this, you know, getting this book review, doing that, and you don't really focus on your writing because you're so think you're so worried about is someone going to buy the book, is someone going to buy the audio, how much should I charge, you know, and. 
when you said that, Tracy, I think it made sense to me because here this is a really important thing because you're focused. You're not distracted by things that we are, and that is distractions now for people. The phone, but just the, in the case you're wondering, I will not make a good illustrator. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither would I. Neither would I. Neither would I. I was going to say, hey, I, not me. Would I. Yeah. No way. Yeah. And I, I don't edit either. I can't edit either. You know, I, you know, I think half the half of it in life is admitting what you can do or you can't do. Like I know what no, I can do, and I don't do yeah. it. Then I mean, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm an editor because I can't edit. You know, and um, I always talk to my uh, Jeff, who's my editor, and I always say, if I was talking to you for the first time and you, you know, talking about whatever story it is, I, I said, I'd probably never write again because I'm listening to what you say, going like, oh, my God, did I do this, you know, wrong or did I did that wrong? And it's true, though, you know, because we can't do the things. we and like, I think, oh, it's not bad. I've, I've edited better than I thought I would for him to read it. And then I, he goes, What's this? I'm like, oh, I don't know, you know, and it's true though, because then you go, you go like, oh, maybe I shouldn't write. But he says, what are you? No, it really, about? it is true because Joan. It's, it's yeah. funny when you say that because I am, I can do stick figures. I, you know, I'm not a good yeah. illustrator. Um, I'm not a good editor. Thank goodness at World Castle, I've worked with <laughs> Maxine and good editor. Seriously, good. I'm good editors, and my husband helps out occasionally. And before, you know, before I turn something in, but Joan and I, we were so happy to find, you know, with my first book, Goldie Baby Socks about cats, that was Thomas's real good. And then with this book, Joan, weren't we so happy to find Katie? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. You know, because Katie was there. She was willing to listen to us and probably thought at times we were crazy. Could we change this because we want this color, we want this or whatever. And she's like, well, that's you know, how it is. Whatever, no, no, but, but that's. Right, that's how it is, she and you know, and patient. that's and that's why the people that are illustrators and editors, if they aren't patient or the end result isn't what you wanted, then you have mm-hmm. to go to somebody else because they, yeah. you know, and that's very important to know is that you if it's really done right, you know, and sometimes if like I don't. You know, I trust Jeff. He's done all my books forever. I know him for years, and he's done my screenplays. So I know that I trust him. But, you know, and I think it's important trust. And I think that if you have an editor or – and, Tracy, you have somebody now that's helping you, right, and you trust him because he's helping you do social media. I have a lot of experts, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to rely on them. So you have to trust them. Oh, I do. Yeah. And that's, well, and I did know. a lot of research when I went and picked out somebody because I need someone who can work with not only the fact that I write, but can also work with the fact that I can't see yeah. all mm-hmm. the stuff that yes. other people need to be able to see. And he's wonderful. He works with me. He's super patient. He'll line things up in a way that yep. my computer will read it to me when websites are just out of my control sometimes. He'll yeah. organize things for me and make sure I'm on track. People who help and support us are very, very important. We can't yes, yes. do everything by ourselves. No, you can't. We need and, you good know, helpers. Right, and that's and you like know, you one said, of the things. you're giving them credit, which yeah. is really you're, good, too. A lot of people yeah. don't give the people that help us, you know, the credit that they deserve. You know, there's a lot of people out there that need help. The, no, and that's true. You're right. You're, you're right. They don't even want to say they had help. 
They don't want to say yeah. they had helped it. Like they did it all themselves. Exactly. It's not happening. Yes. You know, and it's like when people are, when celebrities or politicians, they're making, they're writing books, you know, they, they had editors. They're not editing, you know, and they, you know, every last thing that they do is not always what they said. It's what the editors, once you sell to a publisher, it's what they say, not it's what be you what say. They want. Yeah. yeah, you know, and same yeah. with the script. Same with the script. If you sign on the dotted line that they can have your script, then that's what's going to happen, and you really they don't have to say. Yeah, right. so you have to trust people. And if you don't, right. you know, and that's why you have to talk to people, and that's one of the reasons, you know, I I don't really tell a lot of people who to go to. I only say who I use, and I am fussy, but I uh-huh. say who I use. You know, because I won't say who I don't use, you know, their names, because I wouldn't do that. But I do say who I do use, you know, and that's important because I think that I wouldn't want someone to tell me to use somebody that really wasn't very good. And they just, just and Marcia, you know. Marsha, you also um, in, in the, uh, helped us with, with Joan and I to get a banner done with Kelly Abel. She yeah, has great yeah. banners. And uh-huh. Virginia yeah. did a great, um, on YouTube for this book, we have a book video. And so you yeah. really steered us right, you know, in, in those two instances people. very right. much. Yeah, to the right, people. Right, because I, there's very few people that I do use because, you know, and I called Kelly yesterday. I do drive sometimes crazy because I change my covers a lot. I do a lot of different things I probably shouldn't do, but I do. And they already know that, you know, so I appreciate them. And, you know, but a lot of times you need to have somebody that you can count on. And that's why I know for Tracy, for you, I know when you, we were on the show last time, you were talking about that, and that's so important for, you know, to have people that you know will be in your corner. You know, well, and, and I've people tell me before, there's no way you can do this. You can't see. Well, you tell me something like that. I'm going to go do it just to prove you yeah, wrong. I know. But so <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's true, though. You know, that is very important. Even, you know, to be a strong woman and to be able to say, you know, like I want this or I want that. And if the people don't like it, then they'll have to, you'll have to go somewhere else. But you have to have an opinion. Right. You know, you can't yeah. let other people make you your opinion. You definitely sound, sound like a strong woman, Tracy. I have to tell you that. You know, <laughs> she in is. your ideas. <laughs> she like, is. Yes. Yes. You know, well, yeah. my, and I love it because you're not, <laughs> you're not using your disability. You know, you know what I mean? You, you're yeah. out there. Yeah, and you're she does Like I said, it goes mm-hmm. back to. And I give you a lot of credit for that because I'm sure it's not. There are times, many times in your life, it wasn't easy for you. You know, yeah, and I'm right. sure there's going to be times that it's not easy in the future, too. But, you yeah. know. It's so nice to hear someone say, but I'm going to do it. If I want to do right. it, I'm going to do it, you know. Right, and that's and really important. Like yes, yeah. in a corner. I think we all need to live that. Right, and we have, that, we have that. You know, all of us have that here, that we just yes. don't use it as much because, you know, we're always, you know, sometimes, you know, as authors you go, well, is this good or that good? And then you go, well, somebody else might be better, and, you know, so what? You know, it doesn't matter. Just do what you do. You can't be someone else. Just be who you are. Well, yeah, I, I think, think that's one of the important things we deliver to our children with these books and with our examples yeah. is that they don't need to be afraid. They can be who they need to be. We right. love them. We're always there for them. Yeah, and right. that it's okay for you to try something and maybe not have it work out because you can try again. And that's one of the reasons I love children's books. They have such great messages, and yep. kids are just enthralled by the pictures. And they hear the messages and don't even know 
that we're telling them that we love them. Right. And kids, the message to kids, come. you know, it doesn't matter how old the book is, and I've said this many times, you know, people go like, oh, it's not a new book. Well, so what? You know, the message is there, you know, especially with a kid's book. You know, you when you write a children's book or, like, I love you, be careful, this message is not changing. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's 50 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that's what people have to realize, that sometimes the bookstores, they forget, so it's not new. But when you think about all the books that are sold, the children's books, they're most likely, I would say, the older books go first. And whether the, uh, you know, the bookstores want to believe that or not, but I think that they still have the same message. Why do people watch The Wizard of Oz yep. all the time? Because it's the way it is. And it's messages, yeah. Yes, and they last forever. And that's really, you know, uh, I mean, that's really the truth. You know, and so, you know, that's why when you have a book and you say it's old, what does that mean? So what? It's a good story, you know? What's the difference? Yeah. You know, but they make it like, oh, what did you do lately? And if it's not like right now, it doesn't matter. Like this, the, no. these books, any of the books, really, the stories. If, if it's if it is a good story, it will be a good story ten years from now, twenty years from now. Yeah. It, in fact, Marsha, uh, someone said to to Joan and I, "What's your goal for your book?" And I said, "You know, it's been out for a while, and it, and frankly, we every Mother's Day we start talking about it even more." Yeah. And But we said we still, in our hearts of hearts, wouldn't you say, Joan, we still are hoping someone like Hallmark will pick it up because we want the world to <laughs> see it. Dream, I mean, it's Hallmark. on Amazon. It's all over the place. But I know. Well, we want Judy, the world Judy, to see I, it, you know. Judy, you do have those dreams. I know. And I'm not going to say <laughs> one word. I dream big. <laughs> I've been doing this for tw- over 20 years, and that's fine. <laughs> You have those dreams, okay? That's why I tell people, just write the book, do it independently, just do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, and when it, people yeah. are talking about screenplays and whatever, I said, then write it in a book if you can, because, mm-hmm. you know, right. you just keep going and changing it, and, you know, up a, up a little and whatever, because you can't, you know, you just be happy for what you have right at that moment. It's it's a good Absolutely. story. That's it. Absolutely. I love you. Be careful what? writing it with Judy was an experience. And <laughs> I'm going to be nice. You tell her no, sisters, I'm going to be nice, Jan- What? Um, I know. I, I totally enjoyed it with her, but, but we have a wonderful relationship. And if anything, I pick yeah. up the book and I think of my sister, you know, and That's I think nice. of all we've shared from the good, the bad, you know, yeah. to the ugly. She's always mm-hmm. been there in my yeah. moments and in my That's be great. careful moments. I've had a lot of them, so I, you know. And if I can throw I in there, really, you know, every year I go 20, this year I go 27 years, you're still around, yeah. I love you. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm very happy you know what, you're though, still and alive and I you. know you. what, and, you know, and I lost my sister, you know, and um, I, Judy knows that. And, you know, there's every day that, you know, we fought sometimes and whatever, but I would just love to have another shot at it. Sure, <laughs> you know, I was sure. with her all the time at the end, you know, when she was very sick, and we did talk all the time. In fact, my mother and sister, they used to live together in an apartment uh, when uh, my mother got a little older, and then my sister moved in, and um, it was funny because they would both call me on the, at the same time, my sister had a different phone, and I'd go, you know, I'm talking to mom on the other line. She goes, really? I go, yes. They were in the same house, you know. But, I, you know, I miss all of that, and I had to call my grandmother, like, at 5 o'clock because she went downstairs in her, from her building, and I would call her at 5 at night. And if I could have those back, I mean, I mm-hmm. miss that. You those know? are the moments so, you cherish, yes. Yep. They do. 
you know, they they matter to me, and they keep they do keep you going, whether you don't think you know they do they keep you going, and their memories are with you always, you know. And yeah. um, so, on that note, is there anybody would you like to say anything else? I think you should say where you can get your books, Judy and Joan. Yeah, um, well, um, uh, for I love you. Be careful. It's it's actually if you go to uh, Amazon, there's I love you. Be careful. dot com website. Um, there's Judy Snyder. dot com website, but you can get the book on Amazon. You can get it. Right. You can go to get it online or go to Barnes and Noble. They order it. I talked to Books a Million, Joan up by where Joan is Berkeley, and they said you know you can you can order it online or go into the store and order it. Um, it's, yeah, it's because it's they have those. Through, right, they do have yeah, excellent and books. And it is million, available and, in Kindle now too. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Thanks, Joan. Yeah. Yes, available okay. in Kindle yeah. and yeah. soft cover, hard cover. And um, we have two places here for for the locals who are listening. Um, we yeah. have McDonald's Nursery. They, they have interesting enough. They have a post office in there, and they sell books in there, so you can send them as you send your packages. And so that's one place oh, we have yeah. a mom and mom and me boutique because again, yeah. the, the, it seems like everyone having baby showers, you know, or grandparent yeah. gifts want yeah. want this book, which is great. I mean, you know, yeah. it's funny. But those are the two places. Otherwise, you know, it's Amazon and all the different ones. Anything else, Joan? Yeah, give me a favor. That? Give me a favor. And How about you, Tracy? Spell Snyder for me. Uh, Snyder is S N S N I D E R. Okay, I just need that and to so be able to put it into my no, search. because you, you um, know, and it's funny my, what you said, you know. Tracy, because Judy, I I don't know why it didn't play, but I was going to play Judy and her husband. They um they write songs. And I, it was supposed oh. to play, but it didn't. And I was afraid to fool around with it. Now I thought we'd maybe lose the sounds. So I didn't do it, but it was oh, supposed thank you. to yeah, play. Oh, thank you. Yeah, if you go on Judy Snyder at Snyder dot com, uh, my husband and I also have have about um, uh, songs out, yes. a mother son wedding song, Fabulous. you know, yes. which is you know, and, and ones that people can hear the songs on there that we've done. Yes. Um, through the and years, I thought it would play. I thought it would play. Thank you, even thank you, Martha. Yeah. Well, my promo, and, I was, I changed it, but it didn't work. <laughs> What can I say? Is there anything, Joan, <laughs> you, know. you, Joan, you can think that I probably haven't no, said? No, really. Or, just I, I wanted to tell the lady what a pleasure it was speaking this to This was a lot today. of fun. Yeah, this was great. And, and it was and nice, and, and, and uh, you know, I, I come Trace, away with a nice thank you so much for nice sharing. people out there. And, uh, again, like I said, Trace, my words are life is good. So thank you. Yes, and thank you for thank coming you. on. Tracy, do you want to say where they can get your books? Um, you can find my books on Amazon. Just remember, Tracy... With an eye, blind lady with an eye, McDonald's like golden arches, and um, you should be able to find all three of mine on Amazon. But you can also go to my website, tracymcdonaldauthor.com, and you can get them right off my website. And yes, I, I read say, Killing right, Casanova, which is very good suspense. Does that carry on to your other two? Makes me want to get your other two. No, but um, she's a good, Burning the, the Bridger other... is a parallel novel with Killing Casanova. Okay. It takes okay. one of the characters and tells her story. And then I have a third one I'm working on for that one. But Soul of Stone, which is one that just came out on April 10th, is a brand new series, and it's the opening story from the series. It's set in rural Alabama and has brand new characters and brand new storylines. That one is... And and the audio, when will the audio be ready? Tracy, when is the audio ready? The audio for Soul Mm -hmm. of Stone should be ready by the um, end of April, the 1st of June. I'm doing okay, an audio okay. tour at the end of June. So okay. um, if you go to my Facebook page, Tracy McArthur, MC, author, 
I'll keep you updated on when that's available, too. That's okay, good. great. Okay. Great. And if anybody wants to be a guest or to find out about us and myself, uh, they can go to michiganavenuemedia.com or marciacasperquick.com, and our blog is now michiganavenuemedia.blogspot.com, and then uh, today's show, there's a link on the blog and uh, a little bit about what we talked, you know, the books today. So, um, and your book, too, Marcia, you, you have great books out. So, Well, thank right. you. They can, they can find me. Thank you. <laughs> they can find me. <laughs> all right, thank have you all, day, everybody. and everybody have a happy okay. Mother's Day, and thank be careful. Oh, we will. Be right. careful. Okay. All right, <laughs> thank care. you all. Very much. Right. Have a great night. Bye. Thanks. Bye. 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 Thank you. Happy Bye. Mother's Day. Thank you. Thank you, you too. Thanks.